Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week we have a special episode. We're obviously coming off of a bye, so we don't have a game to discuss this week. So we decided to do a really fun episode about the upcoming Michigan-Michigan State game, which will be this Saturday. We have a lot of fun segments that are a little out of the ordinary. Um, we're going to start by, basically, we got a bunch of anonymous submissions from all of you guys with your favorite Michigan, Michigan State stories, like stories of games you've been to or just moments you remember watching. I've read most of them. Harley has not. So I'm going to read them and we're going to like discuss and react. And then after that, we're going to do some Michigan, Michigan State trivia. And then after that, we'll close out by previewing the game this Saturday. Sound good? Yes, we are. It sounds great. Uh, so I just wanted to thank everybody that took the time to submit. We definitely appreciate all of your responses, and I look forward to hearing your guys' story. Um, and just wanted to reiterate that we will both be in attendance on Saturday. So if you're so around in Ann Arbor and you want to see us, hang out with us, talk Michigan, Michigan State, we'll be around. I'm so excited. I'm, like, so excited that the next time we talk to each other, we'll be in person. Unless we don't in person. talk before then. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll be in person. I'm pretty sure we'll be in person. Well, maybe we'll be, like, on the phone <laughs> trying to figure out where we are. But... That's also fair. We'll be... We'll see each other in less than a week, which is surreal. I'm so excited. I've had some, like, serious, like, FOMO. But that's just any time I don't get to go to a Michigan game that's at home. I do miss Ann Arbor a lot, but I'm super excited to get to come home for this game and to watch another night game. It's going to be so good. It will be such a fun game environment. Night games are so fun, and then this is set up to just be such a fun environment. I'm going to get into reading some of the responses that people sent in. So the question I asked was, what is your favorite memory of the Michigan-MSU rivalry? Um, people interpreted that in different ways. I'm going to start out by reading a couple that kind of give a framework for like what this rivalry is historically, because Harley and I did some like (laughs) trivia before this just for fun. And like Michigan, Michigan (laughs) state is not an iconic historic rivalry the way Michigan, Ohio state is. So I think it's kind Mm -hmm. of important to like position this rivalry in our brains as to what it truly is. So, this first one. (laughs) Total domination of a relatively insignificant opponent. For years, Michigan didn't even count Sparty as a main rival. They were behind Mm -hmm. ND and OSU by a wide margin. Occasionally, they'd win after a partisan clock keeper, Spartan Bob, or an awful missed PI on Desmond Howard and think they were good. But those games are a blur. Then Richrod came, abandoned the Michigan recruiting network, stopped recruiting tight ends and big linemen, and decimated what U of M had, giving over their recruiting base to MSU and OSU and failing to win. Sparty mistook this for their significance, even superiority. D'Antonio played the chip on their shoulder masterfully. So Michigan was at an all-time low with self-inflicted wounds, and MSU thought they were the reason. Very Sparty of them. Mike Hart was the embodiment of everything Michigan and MSU with the little brother comment. Michigan arrogance was justified, mm-hmm. and MSU wanting so much to be significant, even if it was only to rele- relative to Michigan. Then it goes on to mm-hmm. how today, like, Michigan State 
is a rival just because of like what has happened over the past few years but hopefully it will go back mm-hmm. to like how it was before interesting now that i like think about it a little bit more and that's it definitely a def- an interestingly like, disgusting question to have like can michigan state like truly return to that level of like um insignificance seems like a rude word to say but like can they return to something like that for Michigan? I don't really know. Just based off of how it's like become in like my own mind. And then I guess maybe specifically for football, maybe. But I think like in terms of like other sports, that, that's a really good question. Yeah, I have one more and, that's really similar. And then, and right, then so you can, yeah. So. When I went to school at Michigan 1986-92, to the MSU game was sort of a non-event. OSU was our established Mm -hmm. rival, but the game that always got us riled was Notre Dame. Probably because they Mm -hmm. were strong academically, had a smart student body, the football programs were top-notch, and the games always seemed to go back and forth and come down to last-minute play. Mm -hmm. I mean, the MSU game was really a non-event to Wolverines, so my favorite memory has to be the Mike Hart little brother comment. Because in line with the perspectives of the time, even that comment was a throwaway for us, but MSU got completely up in arms about it and even insulted by it. Even their response Mm -hmm. in winning a significant percentage of the games after that comment shows how motivated they are by an inferiority complex. It's cute. Don't get me wrong, MSU has had moments of football excellence just as U of M has had moments of football shoddiness, but the so-called rivalry is only an artifact of our mutual location in the state of Michigan. That's all I have. Mm -hmm. A lot of worse memories like the blocked punt, Spartan bob clock, Mm. and interference in the end zone against us when Michigan State won. But honestly, when we beat Michigan State, I don't feel any particular sense of elation. Just all in a day's Mm -hmm. work. I I definitely, like, think that at least in terms of when a lot of, like, states, like, themselves, like, have, like, really two big college names in them, or at least the majority of them have kind of like a university of versus a state team they kind Mm -hmm. of i feel like a lot of like programs have that or at least like states um all do and so i i think that is a much like a good like framework to look at like how a michigan michigan state is more like on the like localized level whereas like a rivalry with like ohio state notre dame or like more on a nationally recognized level um so there's just like I could definitely see that kind of, like, difference in, like, oh, yeah, this is all in a day's work because we're close. Michigan is historically the better team, like, of course. Like, I don't really think of them as anything else. Right, but it's hard for me because even though I know historically that's what the rivalry is, it has not been that in my lifetime. Like, it's been been very back and forth in my, like, conscious football watching days and I know Mm -hmm. that you can look up the record and like literally up until I became conscious it was completely Mm -hmm. dominated by Michigan but like the moment I started watching football it became back and forth so it has been significant in my life like it is a game that makes me nervous and it is a game that I'm happy to win I wish I could just like act like oh like it's just Michigan State who cares but I do not feel that way it's definitely not as big of a rival as OSU, though. I would take beating OSU oh, yeah. over beating MSU any year. I think that's an also another like, testament to, like, just how, like, football is like, changed, like, based off of, like, our alumni base. Um, I definitely appreciate, like, having, like, people that were in college in the 80s and the 90s just being able to hear, like, their own perspective and, like, how, like, even, like, to this day, even seeing, like, the same, the same like, games that we've seen and see how, like, 
it's kind of had that more back and forth, they still, like, only recognize, like, MSU as, like, what they were while they were there, which is just kind of, like, irrelevant and with the general inferiority complex. And so I think that maybe for us and being in school when things were kind of back and forth, you know, we had the trouble with a snap, we had the 94 yards game, like, all sorts of stuff. And so, like, being able to see it differently just based off of like how those two how these two programs have been like the last like almost decade it's very interesting to consider you know yeah because we find a lot more importance in beating Michigan State but then like and then again like I don't recognize them it's very interesting because you just know that for MSU playing Michigan beating Michigan is like their everything we saw that obviously with them putting on um, our game on their bowl game rings from last year. Like, we are their everything. And I think a lot of that came due in part to the Mike Hart comments of being called little brother and all of that. And so, you know, they think it's super important, and I think just maybe it to be, like, I don't know if it's, like, mean, but, like, it's so important to them that when we beat them, I just kind of feel better because I know how important it is to them. That's so true. It's more about that like, messing up sense. their season than it is about <laughs> yeah. for us. Because yeah. it is still true that even if we beat Michigan State or when we beat Michigan State, it's like still a don't get your hopes up. Like the last game of the season is still really the only game that matters. Whereas like mm-hmm. this, the Michigan-Michigan State game is Michigan State's Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that makes any it's sense. It's their everything. This it is, is what they train for. Everything. Yeah. And that's also, like, half the, the teams on Michigan's schedule. Like, we are, like, we are to half of the Big Ten as Ohio State is to us. Exactly. And so then when that when we get these kind of wins against, like, the teams that are, like, oh, like, we think about this game, like, all year, like, we have your name, like, circled, and we're, like, you're just another week to us. Mm-hmm. Which there's a lot of teams in the Big Ten, but, like, I think specifically because you know, being going to school in Ann Arbor, you're like an hour away from East Lansing. Like there's a nice like divide of Michigan, Michigan State game, like Michigan, Michigan State fans, I should say. Um like across the state. So like it's it's a lot more like you're in it when you're like physically there. Um mostly because like, you know, they always have something to say. So I feel like, you know, when I get the win I have something like to clap back with because like they're much more in your face. Oh, yeah. Most annoying fan base in college football. By far. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to, to parse out. I'm going to skip over the basketball ones right now and maybe come back to them. Um, okay. Yeah, circle back. Yeah, I'm trying to know, go Historically, kind of in... they've had it. Right. They've been rocking <laughs> with it. Yeah. Okay, chronologically, um, okay, I'm looking at the ones that have years. First Michigan-Michigan State game I attended, 1985. Seats on the field. Dieter Heron blocked a punt, and Michigan recovered it for score right in front of us. That's so cool. Seats on the field would be so fun. Dude, does that even exist anymore? Was that a dream, man? Are they, like, right up, like, like front row? Are we talking front row or, like, literally on the field? I have to know. Can we be on the I mean, I guess people watch games on the field. That sounds incredible. On the sidelines, but they're not seats. They're more of, like, standing. Can I have FOMO from a game that was, like, years ago? 1989, <laughs> Trip Welburn stops Blake Ezer on fourth down from the one. 
Not gonna lie, I don't know who either. <laughs> I know who these people are. That's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Okay, um, let's see. So multiple people put Braylon Fest from two thousand four. Like I think oh, we got okay. a bunch, not a bunch, but like we got a few saying that. Um, one person had a specific story about that. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. In 2004, I was a student bus driver, and for some reason, I signed up for a shift on the day of the MSU game. I think the idea was that it was a post-game shuttle to get kids back to North Campus quicker, but it probably technically started at 6.30 or whatever. Fortunately, the bus garage is across the parking lot from the big house, so I left the game, told the event staff at the gate I might be back, and ran to the office when I was supposed to report. I checked in but pointed out that the game was still going on, so the shuttle wasn't necessary, and asked if I could go back. Somebody said, sure. I feel like it was another student driver, not like actually a manager. So I went back. (laughs) The gate staff let me back in. I went back to my seat and I'm sure I ended up missing the majority of my shift while experiencing all three overtimes of Braylon Fest. That's so legendary. Also, like the big house was so different back then. My mom will talk about how like she would just like sneak into the big house without getting tickets. Yeah. Like I can't even sneak my chocolate milk in anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, can you imagine nowadays trying to like tell the event staff like I'll be back, like let me back in? It just would not happen anymore. Or just like telling work like I'll be back, don't worry. Like when the game's done, I'll be back, I promise, I swear. Yeah, that does not feel <laughs> realistic. I do wish that, that I so cool. was like forming football memories during Braylon Fest. Like I obviously know who Braylon Edwards is and but like mm-hmm. I 2004 was like a bit too soon for me to be like remembering all of that and I thought about when I mm-hmm. saw these responses like rewatching that game or or watching it I'm sure I, I probably did watch it the first time around as a little six-year-old but um mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm not watching triple overtime where's <laughs> <laughs> um, he say? I wish I had like, had that like kind of like gutsy courage to just like go tell my job like bye because there's plenty of times I left games and I was just like all right gotta go to work I don't think they were, like, as important as, like, a game such as, like, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, Braylon Fest. But, you know, I wish I had that, like, level of courage. I'm so inspired by that, even though, like, (laughs) I obviously wouldn't do that now. Yeah, I agree. That's a good memory, too. Mm Mm-hmm. No kidding. Um, okay. 2007, Mike Hart keeps Drive Alive, recovering Ryan Mallett's fumble and picking up a first down. Anything with Mike Hart mm. is a good memory for Michigan, Michigan. Oh, State. for sure. Um, okay. Oh, this one is actually funny. I read this one and I was like, Harley, is this you? Okay. Um, Favorite is not exactly appropriate, but I'll never forget the time I had invited my best friend and his wife and six-month-old over to our house to watch the MSU game, despite the fact that they are MSU alums and we have a history of contentious game-watching events together. Everything was going okay, Michigan was about to win a close game, a close but fair game, and our MSU fans were, our MSU friends were being pretty gracious about the inevitable loss, and then Blake O'Neill dropped the snap. I did not react well. The best I can describe it, I lobbed a half-empty beer bottle into our basement bathroom, then told my friend, who was understandably laughing hysterically, to leave. I now describe it as the time I kicked a six-month-old baby out of my house, and I think it's the only time I've bought and written an apology card. We meet up with those friends in the spring and summer these days. 
Was um, this you? <laughs> I I mean, yes, but I was there. I witnessed the whole trouble with the snap thing, you know, in the student section. Um, it was one of those moments where you're like, you're feeling it, you know? Like, we were feeling it the whole game. I was riding on a high, um, you know, had a couple, like, drinks beforehand, was feeling great, and that was the most sobering moment I remember in college. It was <laughs> literally, like, flipping off a switch. I was immediately, like, brought back down to earth, and I was appalled. And, you know, I would do the same thing. I'm like, the six-month-year-old is leaving my house. Like, there's no way you're being in my house in this moment of trauma. (laughs) So, I can relate to, like, the visceral reaction to that because it was absolutely, like, ugh. Yeah, I'll I'll never I'll never forget that I'll never forget that it was like one of those like games where it's just it will always just be a part of you because. Ugh. Yeah. This one yeah. kills me because yeah. like it sounds so ridiculous to read it like he <laughs> or he or she I don't know threw a, a beer bottle kicked a baby out of the house had to write an apology card like it all sounds so absurd but like anyone who witnessed that game is like yeah that's a rational response that is a rational response but um, I, do, I do appreciate the touch of the uh, apology card that's kind of <laughs> I know, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay i can't remember we're getting more into like our era someone wrote dpj paul bunyan flex i think that might be like of our course. favorite memory as well I do really enjoy that one. And then we recreated it. We really did. For ourselves. I think a lot of people have since then. I think that's the promo image right now for the game off the official Michigan football page. DPJ? The pose. Oh, just the pose. Um, Someone wrote 2019 night game pouring rain and the entire stadium singing or belting Mr. Brightside. I think they might be thinking of 2017. Or the 2019 Notre Dame game. 2017 yeah. <laughs> was the, the night game with pouring rain against Michigan State. We ended up losing that game, but, like, that's somehow, like, one of the few losses that I feel like is in everyone's mind as a good memory just because that game was so fun. Do you rem- Were you there at that game, the 2017? It was the first time that they played Mr. Brightside. It was the first oh, night game was- against Michigan State. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember this game. Um... Yeah, I was drenched. That was my first senior year. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I was soaked after that game. Yeah, that was a, a really fun game. But I do remember walking home absolutely miserable yeah. after. Yeah, so 2017, I have a post. It was like, it was a picture of me and one of my roommates. And I said, because we were all like smiling, laughing, goofy, having a fun time at our tailgate. And I said, the joy that existed before the sorrow and drenched clothes. That was was MSU 2017. It's very poetic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I don't have any memories because it's so easy to win, but also Kenneth Kenneth Walker, five touchdowns. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'll read a couple basketball ones really quick. I don't know how much time we have because we want to do trivia. Um, mm-hmm. there's a really short basketball one. 
2013, Trey Burke steals from Kenneth. I cannot mm-hmm. speak. 2013, Trey Burke steals from Keith Appling and dunks in the final minute. That was, I think, Ooh. one of our formative memories, right? Mm. For um, sure. I think that's when I started to pay attention. I guess I should have added that, like, this little caveat beforehand. Like, I didn't start following Michigan until, like, 2011, which is why I was, like, I really loved all the stories that, like, happened before then, because I still, like, don't really, like, know a whole lot about Michigan um, in their, like, earlier days in the 2000s and the 90s and stuff. I was a small child, and I lived in Virginia, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and we both started really caring about Michigan basketball with that 2013 tournament run. Even though, like, I grew up a Michigan fan, but I wasn't super into sports until that 2013 team made me fall in love with them. And I grew Um, up watching a lot of football in my house, so I didn't really watch basketball until, yeah, Michigan's 2013 run in the tournament. I like this one because... We used to always talk about it. Charles Matthews laughs in Nick Ward's face when Ward is trying to out-tough Michigan. We Mm. used to, like... Well, Charles Matthews was such a smiley player, and we used to always talk about the Charles Matthews giggles and laughs. I love Charles Matthews. And I love that image. It's so good. So iconic. Okay, we'll finish up the submissions with one last basketball one. The UMish-MSU's men's basketball game in the 2018 Big Ten Tournament is by far my favorite memory. The game was played in Madison Square Garden. MSU was the one seed and Michigan the five seed. Harley, did we watch this game together? I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I'll remember by the end. Michigan had won the tournament last year in D.C., and because of this, Mm -hmm. there was a very large contingent of us from the Mays Rage in New York City to support the team. The arena was electric. Of course, Michigan fans travel well. The game was back and forth throughout the first half. Oh my god, it was so stressful. <laughs> Despite trailing by three at the half, Michigan was playing great and pretty much in control. Cue Mark Greger's photo of Charles Matthews smiling and laughing at Nick Ward after they got tingled up. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan exploded out of halftime to take the lead and never looked back. There were huge plays that had the arena rocking. Charles Matthews dunk, Mars three that put them up eight, and Duncan's and one that sealed mm-hmm. the deal. We were losing our freaking minds in the student section the whole second half. And and to top it off, Michigan went on to win the championship. Impeccable memory. Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, watched all of Michigan's Big Ten uh, tournament games and all their uh, games up until their Final Four appearance, like, multiple times after we lost to Villanova in the championship. Like, I watched so many of those like repeat games for weeks after yeah that's uh, what i was gonna say like this era the 2018 big 10 tournament and like the ncaa tournament i think you and i have watched every single one of those games like i remember after basketball season ended you and i like we spent that entire summer just like re-watching the games i'm pretty sure but i mean it was like so iconic like we were back-to-back big 10 tournament champions i watched I think I watched those games the most honestly I I watched one at least once a week (laughs) for weeks I watched a minimum of like two games it was insane I remember I just missed missed them so much you know yeah 
As I was falling asleep at night, I would, like, look up the highlights on ESPN and, like, watch them yep. until I fell asleep. <laughs> like, I yep. have not had that level of obsession with anything since that year. I was going to say, I don't think, like, for me personally, I know, like, the 2013 team has, like, a special place in a lot of our hearts. But the 2018 Michigan team, I I don't know if I'll ever love something as strong as that <laughs> Like ever I'm not even gonna go. It was unmatched of obsession we had with that team. <laughs> like I still do. When I look back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. All the pieces are just so good. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was just such a good time. <laughs> I'm just dying thinking about how weird. <laughs> I'm gonna go do that again. I'm gonna just pull up the game. <laughs> okay. Go um, watch the MSU game. <laughs> do you want to go into <laughs> trivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull it up. It's probably gonna be a good thing. We should watch computer, that. Like... We should watch the yeah. um the, the full video is game. still on YouTube. Yeah, let's do it. Let's like plan a time to watch it together. Alright. So since Han got to share all of the stories with us today, again, thank you for submitting those. Um I had uh the onesie guy make us some trivia. He dubbed it the onesie guys ultra fantastic trivia game. Um, so we're gonna do some MSU Michigan trivia. I didn't get to read the questions beforehand. I don't know the answers. Um, that was kind of on purpose because I was like, oh, Hannah's gonna be talking at length about sharing all of your stories. I'll just give her some trivia questions. But then you know, obviously that's not fair. And so I'll be keeping you tally, and we'll see. And if Maybe if you want to play along, too, keep a tally and see if you can beat one of us. Mm. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Let's see if I can... Wait, do we have, like, a... How do we... Do we have to buzz in? How do we... How do we say our answer? That's a good question. But let's just, like... How about we say beep? (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not (laughs) Okay. Then what's your solution? What's your solution? Please not say B. <laughs> How about okay. we say our answer really fast? Yes. Okay, or do ready? we do like three, two, one, and then we say our answer? Do you want to say that out loud or we just like in our heads? I'll ask the first question and yeah. we'll see how this goes. Which school has been in the Big Ten the longest? Like in the world? Out of all the Big Ten teams? <laughs> or out of Michigan and Michigan State? <laughs> Out of this is obviously Michigan, Michigan State trivia. So which okay. are the two schools? So oh, I, mean, I have my answer. I hope we all know this answer. Okay, is it my answer? Well, you say three, two, one, and then we say our answers at the same time. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> oh, okay, that was lame. <laughs> We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty obvious. Um, especially because Michigan has been around for so long. I'm one of the oldest football programs in the country. Um, that was kind of a given. I wonder, I'll have to ask him later. I was like, is this like considering like when they were like Michigan Agricultural College or when they were MSU? I mean, he has I a date they're... that they joined. So yeah. I think they were MSU by the time they joined the Big Ten. Fair enough. On to the next one. Okay. The next question is, who is the career leader in rushing yards between either school? I have my answer. I have no idea if it's right. <laughs> career in rushing. 
Oh, God. I'm going to say the same answer. Okay. You, all right, give me, give me your answer. Wait, we have to count down. I'm not counting down. <laughs> Three, two, one, my cart. Yeah, that was my answer. Were we right? Yeah, we were right. Computer's so slow. That's actually a pretty awesome. cool stat. Yeah. That's nice to know. And you still, now he's a running backs coach. Look at that. Look at him go. Next question. Who is the career leader in passing yards between either school? Well, that that's easy. <laughs> I think. Is, is, is it like... We're considering this, right? And... Just and, like, there's, like, there's an answer that feels the most obvious, but, like, what if it's not? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm scared totally, that my it's answer... It's totally that, right. You think so? Yes. Now I'm scared that, like, what you're thinking is obvious is not what I'm thinking. Oh. Okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Kirk Cousins? Come on. I said it! Kirk Cousins! <laughs> I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I'm guessing Chad Henney. <laughs> oh, is that what you thought was obvious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, one of these people is an NFL quarterback now. Chad Henney is in the NFL. But did he, he didn't play. No, but he was still on the team and he still won. I do remember that, actually. That, that like, counts, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, for all intents and purposes, that puts me in the lead. <laughs> Next. Um, who is the all-time career scorer in basketball between um, either team? Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm going to stick with Michigan. Okay, I'll stick with Michigan, too. All right. Three, Did you pick two, one. <laughs> Glenn Rice. Yeah. Were you right? Damn. No. Hi, it's Hannah from the future. We forgot to say who the name of the person in the episode, but it's Caitlin Flaherty. I guess I should have, like, assumed that, but, like, that's really iconic. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew who, like, the MSU people he selected are. Just goes to show how much I follow MSU basketball. <laughs> Truly. But I'm glad I, like, stuck with my guns and at least knew it was, like, someone um, from a Michigan team. Yeah, and I, yeah, like, I was. remember when she, she became was, the She was there when we were there. Store. Oh. I just didn't realize it was... Then why didn't you answer? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> why know. Why didn't you answer that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess I compared, like, between, like, both the men's and women's basketball teams. Yeah, You probably like, wouldn't have known. No, I, I don't remember the exact stat. I just remember it being a big deal when she achieved said stat. Okay, next question. Which school won the most recent national title and which sport won it? Shoot. No, that's easy. It's easy? Yeah. Oh, is it... Three, two, one, gymnastics. Yes, good job. Okay. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> we were right. Okay, last time MSU won a title was 2014, 2015, and women's cross country. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's actually crazy. Do you like the other little fun fact? Only Rutgers... Purdue, Illinois, and Indiana have had longer droughts. I assume that's in the Big Ten, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, next question. Which school has won the most national titles in all sports and how many? Total. How many total? <laughs> okay, well, we know it's Michigan. 
Um, yeah, that's a given. So maybe this is like the half parter one. Yeah. He was like, some, like, you can get like partial credit. I'm, I'm assuming this is the question. I'm going to say 34. So is I'm going to give us like half a point here. I'm going to say either 34 or 70. I'm going to go 52. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were closer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Michigan with 39. MSU has 20. Cool. This goes to show, like, my level of skewardness for Michigan. I'm like, oh, for sure we have, like, 50 titles. (laughs) (laughs) It's 70. I'm like, I don't know how many sports there are. (laughs) Okay. Which school has won the most Olympic medals? Oh, definitely Michigan. But my question is, well, I remember seeing on Twitter that if Michigan, if the University of Michigan were a country, it would be, like, one of the leading in Olympic medals. Um, Hmm. But there are some, like, like Michael Phelps went to Michigan, but he couldn't swim for Michigan because he was already swimming professionally, so he, like, lost his amateur status. I wonder if he, I guess any student who's enrolled at Michigan who wins an Olympic medal would count for this, right? They don't have to be doing their sport at Michigan. Correct. Okay. All right. So our answer is Michigan. Mm-hmm. Cool. We are right. <laughs> Michigan with 155 and 6th overall. Which schools have more Olympic medals than us? We're going to have to ask them that. Yeah. It's really cool. MSU only has 32 Olympic medals. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Michigan has one one fifty five to thirty two is actually like an extremely big difference. It really is. But that's I also because like should be like a larger gap from like sixth overall to thirty ninth overall. All right, you ready for the lightning round? Mm-hmm. He did really well at editing this slide for us. <laughs> I'm glad he put in this extra effort. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready. Ready. All right. Should we just like go down the line? <laughs> yeah. All right. So this one is basically like who leads the all-time record in, and then the respective sports. So football. Michigan. Okay. Basketball. Wait, are you not answering? I said yeah. Oh okay. Men's basketball, Michigan. Read this again. Actually, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Michigan State. Okay, you give it to Michigan State. I'll give it to Michigan. All right. Let's see. Women's basketball. Michigan. I'm going to go Michigan. Hockey. Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to give it Michigan. Softball. Obviously Michigan. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that. Let's see. All right. Football was Michigan. They lead 71-38-5. Men's basketball. Oh. Technically Michigan. Not just technically, um, it's Michigan. Yeah. That, it says, but it also says, although MSU leads since joining the Big Ten. Which is like, so since 1950, Michigan State has yeah. beaten Michigan more times, but like, so, we still played before 1950. Michigan leads but, that, yeah. that um, competition, 96 and 87. That series, yeah. that was the word I was looking for. I guess I should have, like, realized the, like, you know, older, <laughs> like, years. 
then Michigan would probably just like outright have more players. <laughs> hmm. All right. Women's basketball. Michigan. Ooh. Oh. It's actually, Michigan. Oh. Michigan State. By a lot. Seventy-three and twenty-three. Dang. That's no good. Hmm. All right. Hockey. It is Michigan. They're 172, 137, and 24 all time. And then softball, it is Michigan. All right. I'm really mad that he included women's basketball because I really assumed that, like, because he only included five sports here, I was like, oh, he's probably just including the sports that Michigan is winning in. But I guess not. He tricked us. (laughs) Really did. I think we both got two wrong. That's sad. You really got us on that. (laughs) All right. Oh, boy. Who won the last meeting in football? That's obvious. Uh, Yeah. Michigan State. Yeah. (laughs) Men's basketball. Oh. Uh, Michigan? Uh, That's... That's tough. I know we split with them last year, I think. I think Michigan won the second one, but I could be wrong. Do you want to split it again? Yeah. I call Michigan. Alright, which one do you want? Okay, call Michigan. I'll call MSU. Alright, women's basketball. I'm thinking Michigan. I'll go Michigan. I'll split it with you, Michigan State. Because, like, now that we know that Michigan State is, like, 73 and 23 against Michigan in women's basketball, the odds are good that it was Michigan State. Alright, hockey... <laughs> they I played think... each other. I feel like I remember yeah. being happy that Michigan won. Okay. So we're both going to pick Michigan, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. And then softball. Michigan. Uh, Michigan, yes. All right, cool. Ready? Yeah. All right, we're right, obviously, with football, with Michigan State. Men's basketball. Uh, you were right. I win that one. You did. It was Michigan. And then women's basketball. It was Michigan. Uh, you win that one. I did. Hockey, Michigan. And then softball, Michigan. All right. Who won trivia? Who <laughs> won trivia? Did you keep score? Is that the is that the last question? Oh, okay, yeah. I thought there was more. Okay, hold on. Let me count them out right here. The final score is Han, 11 and a half points, and Harl with 12 and a half points. Ah! <laughs> That's my trouble with the snap year. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed playing trivia, but we'll get into uh, the preview for this week. Yes. Um, there's not much to preview for this week. Michigan State's really bad this year. Um, so, like, that Objectively does, bad. <laughs> they're, they're, like, extremely bad. Like, Michigan's favored by 22 points. Um, Michigan State is currently unranked 3-4. and four. They're 1-3 and three in Big Ten play. But that one of the 1-3 and three was against Wisconsin in double overtime. And Wisconsin is also famously bad. Um, so... Yeah, I guess, like, the moral of the story is, like, Michigan's the fourth best team in the country, and Michigan State is bad. 
and we're playing them at home. <laughs> so so do with that what you will. And I'd also like to point out that while they're one in three in Big Ten play, they still haven't found a way to win in the Big Ten East. Um, so that's kind of sad and embarrassing. Yes. Um, so that being said, like, there is the magic of rivalry games, if you want to call it that. I guess now I feel like I shouldn't be calling it that. Um, and we did learn from some of those submissions that, like, weird things do happen when Michigan plays Michigan State because this is their Ohio State game. Like, this is the game that they are training for all season that they have circled from day one. Um, they're going to pull everything that they, like, they're going to empty out the playbook. They're going to do everything they can. That still should not be enough. Like, <laughs> it should not even be close to enough. But I don't know. I'm not going to, like, guarantee a victory because that's just dumb. Oh, for sure. And just, like, to reiterate just maybe how awful Michigan State is this season, they're the 10th ten- ranked rushing defense in the Big Ten. They've allowed, on average, 153.3 rushing yards a game. Um, and, you know, we saw what Michigan did against uh, two top defenses in the Big Ten, and they just blew them out of the water. So I fear for Michigan State just having a terrible time um, because it's going to be scary. Um for them, not for us. Obviously, we'll probably have a grand time. They also have the second worst passing defense, but that's sort of something we've all been talking about since we've seen Michigan State play, like Washington. You have like one of the worst secondaries, worst passing defense in the Big Ten. Well, second to worst, and you know, there's something to be said if you are like 13th in the Big Ten and 14 is Nebraska. So they've allowed 269 uh, passing yards a game. And they're also 10th in points allowed with 27.1 points a game. They've allowed their opponents to score. And obviously Michigan, on the other hand, has the best rushing offense in the entire Big Ten. They average 241.7 rushing yards a game. And they're second in points per game um, with 42.7. So again, this is probably going to be really scary for um, Michigan State and really fun for Michigan fans. And no wonder, you know, Michigan is favored by 22 points. Like, look at those difference in, like, points allowed and average points a game. That's insane. Also, easy money. So if you're, like, the betting type, I, I, I don't because I don't know what any of the words mean, but... I don't think it's easy money. I don't know. Because I think the whole point <laughs> is you have to bet against the it's spread. It's, like, very obvious. Yeah. It's very obvious money. <laughs> like, I, I think that you... Like, the only the way to, to really earn money is if you bet on Michigan State. And Michigan State wins. Because it's... Can I bet that Michigan will score more than 22 points? Yeah, I think that's what they do. Yeah. you Oh, you, that's what you think is the easy money. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, yeah. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, it should be a fun game. Twitter has, like, passionately declared it a blue out, which, like, okay, like, I guess it will be regardless because nobody has a maze coat. So, like, that would be the color of the coats. But they're passing out maze pom-poms, so, like, I don't know. I guess he'll be amazing in blue out, which is just, like, what a Michigan football game is anyway. Um, they're supposed to have a light show during Mr. Brightside. Um, that'll be good. <laughs> and um, they're recognizing the new uh, Michigan Sports Hall of Fame inductees, which includes Chris Weber and John Beeline. I don't know if they'll be there, and by I don't know if they'll be there, I mean, like, they haven't clarified or made an announcement if those guys will be there, but that would be really cool if they were. 
Um, also, fans are encouraged to participate in the light show by downloading the Michigan Athletics app on their cell phone and activating the Michigan Lights functionality. So if you want to partake, do that before the game because <laughs> you won't have data in the big house to download that app. What a nice reminder to have because you absolutely will have no service. <laughs> <laughs> I think 90% of people will probably just be using their flashlights. Although I was yeah, always yeah, sure. shocked at Chrysler when people had the proper app. I'm like, when did you download this? <laughs> like, and a lot of people would have it. Yeah, for real. Is there anything that you're nervous about? Um, yeah. I'm nervous about things going wrong. They do. Mm. At times. From time to time. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous on behalf of Michigan State because this is going to be an absolute beatdown. I sure hope so. <laughs> I'm flying home for this. Michigan, you better absolutely <laughs> send them back. <laughs> I also... I, even, or I want my money back. <laughs> even though I said like weird things happen with the Michigan-Michigan State game... They don't usually mm-hmm. happen in years when like Michigan's really good and Michigan State's really bad. They usually happen in mm-hmm. years when it's when it's close. So that's fair. We should be okay. What would be a success in your book, Harley? Um, going over twenty two points. Mm. You should put money <laughs> on it. Have you ever bet on a sport? No, you have not. Do you want to like under the table bet with each other, like bet a dollar on something? I cannot bet because of my job. But just like Venmo, just under the table. I, I, can, I cannot. <laughs> Come on, Harley. <laughs> okay. Don't peer pressure me. I do not want to lose my job <laughs> for something like a Venmo transaction. <laughs> not betting. I'll put not betting in the description. <laughs> <laughs> that will really tell them that I'm not. Okay. So yeah, if you see any Venmo transactions between me and, me and Harley, that's not what All right, so a success would be covering the spread for you. For me, a success would be, yeah, I guess covering the spread. I think, like, if it just feels good. like the, the Oh, can thing. I add my usual? Yeah. 300 passing yards. Okay. I want to see it. I want to see, like, a really good <laughs> deep ball that goes to the hands of a receiver who it was intended for, who, like, saw it right there. Uncontested. (laughs) (laughs) And a good namaste after. A good shavasana at the end of the game. Exactly. Alright. Anything else we want to add? I don't think so. I think that's that on that. You and I have been on the phone for like three hours now. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a grand old time. We sure have. Um, Yeah, well, we'll see everybody on Saturday. Um... And if you don't get to go to the game, enjoy being nice and warm in your house. And we'll make sure to have a grand old time on your behalf. Um, Yeah, it should be great. I'm looking forward to it. And then we'll be sure to be back, give you the recap. Go Blue! Go Blue! Yeah!